Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back for the Survivor Exit Interview number four here for Survivor 45. And boy, it was a bit of a shocker in terms of, I guess, not necessarily who was going to be the person to go out because I would have predicted that it was Sean going into that tribal council, even though uh, Jeff said it was probably going to be Sifu. Uh, but I guess the circumstances of Sean Exiting the game, deciding to quit is the big surprise. And we're going to hear from Sean himself here in just a moment on this week's Survivor Exit interview. Of course, you can watch the video of this and my conversation with Jordan Kalish all on the video version of this up at robhiswebsite.com slash YouTube. Last night on the Survivor postgame show, I had the pleasure of having Carson Garrett come on in to talk with me about what was going on. And I thought Carson did such a good job. Really fun to listen to him give his thoughts about the game, seeing Bruce back on Tika Beach and much more. Plus, a very fun surprise at the end of the show for you if you want to check that out from last night. Then today I will get into everything on the Survivor Know-It-Alls with Stephen Fishback live at 2 p.m. So be on the lookout 
for that, not to mention our coverage of the amazing race from last night and everything all up at robheadsawebsite.com. I see that we have Sean here on the line. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Hey, Sean, what's going on? Rob Sesternino, uh, very uh, interested to hear about what happened uh, at this tribal council. Uh, Sean, how are you today? Rob, oh my goodness. I'm excited to get into our conversation. It's good to see you and to be speaking with you this morning. Um, feeling, you know, feeling good. Okay, likewise. Uh, Sean, so tell me about uh, this exit from the game. Uh, did this happen to be something that you were thinking going to tribal or was this uh, an idea that happened out of the conversation that you were having at tribal? That's such a good question. I have to paint some context around um, the decision um, before, you know, going into that. So my core intention, you know, I wanted to win the million dollars. I wanted to be the sole survivor. But my core reason for going on Survivor was this idea of reclaiming lost time. And, you know, that's a very tall order to ask Jeff and the Survivor team to do, to essentially say, hey, rewrite my past for me, please. Um, it's actually impossible. And so there were moments where after losing immunity on Lulu, where I reflected on our loss and, you know, you start to ask those questions of yourself, you know, why are you here? What's your purpose? Um, how did you get here? Where are you going in the game? You know, just reflecting on that. And I would have like things bubble up from time to time, but I would always push it down, push it down. You know, I'm here to play. Let's go like be strong. And then going, like literally going into tribal council last um, that we saw last night, um, that's when it kind of hit me where this like revelatory moment happened. And I was thinking, Sean, you don't need this experience to define you. You also don't need to erase your past. You need to embrace your past because it's made you who you are today. And you're proud of the person you are today. And so for me, in that moment of realization, I realized that Survivor had truly fulfilled the measure of its creation for me. Um, because that was my whole purpose of going on the show. And so again, going into tribal, I'm like, push it down, push it down, push it down. I'm here to play. I'm a loyal player for you. I'm a vote that you can take, um, to the merge with you. Sifu, I'll be your pizza. I'll be your burger, whatever you want me to be. I'll be it. And then Jeff asked that hinge question of Sean, if this is your last night, what has this experience meant for you? And that was the switch. That was when it all came to a head for me. And like the words, the emotion, everything just came spilling out in a way that it even, it felt uncontrollable to me. It just felt like it just kept, it was just coming in the way that it did. And so I hope that paints kind of the bigger picture, the broader picture of what led to that moment um, at Tribal Council. Because I know it must've been so confusing for the viewers. It was confusing for me too. <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. So do you think that if you had had a different experience leading up to that point in the game where it had not just been losing, 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 that if, if you had had like more momentum to your game to that point, do you feel like you would have made the same decision? Rob, I, that's such a good question and something that I've reflected on myself over the past many months. Um, and I can say that, yes, 
I do think it would have been different um, because it was, it really was, it was in those moments of failure where you really learn like who you are and why you're here and what you're doing and your purpose. And so if I had been on a winning streak, I would probably be feeling pretty good mm-hmm. and like, oh yeah, like, look at me, I got this. And I'd be feeling very confident. Um, and that mindset could have been completely different for me. So yeah, yeah, I, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. How much did the loss of Sabaya affect you? Because I know how close you and she were. And I feel like that it wasn't exactly shown in the show. I talked to her last week. She was wearing the Sean Viver t-shirt. She talked about that you two had a special bond. Did that really uh, affect you a lot after that tribal council last week? Truthfully, it really did. I mean, one, I was completely blindsided. I had no inkling that Sabaya was going to be the vote. So again, kudos to Emily and Caleb for pulling that off. That was masterful. Um, And it was, I mean, I've learned through this experience, I wear all my emotions right here, right on my face. Um, And I was shocked and gutted that she left the game. And that was hard for me. She was my best friend in the game. She was my number one. We had such an amazing connection. And so seeing her go was incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's uh, just talk a little bit about the response to you quitting the game uh, that Jeff talked about it on the On Fire official Survivor podcast. Did you have a chance to listen to how Jeff described uh, how your exit from the game went from his perspective? Yeah, 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 yep. Did you have any response to how Jeff uh, talked about that he said that he felt like that it was like uh, you engineered an exit uh, and that he felt like that it was sort of uh, for, and I I have the the quote up uh, that he uh, said that he he felt like that you tried to craft a narrative that worked uh, for you. Right. And this idea that when he asked me that question, that it cued me into thinking, oh, it's going to be me tonight. So I'm going to just take myself out of the game so nobody can vote me out and Mm -hmm. it will be on my terms in my own way. And, um, you know, I, I respect that viewpoint. I think for the viewers, I think for Jeff, that's how it seemed. That's how it looked. And I don't expect anyone to be able to understand my decision because it was incredibly personal to me and no one has walked a day in the life of Sean Edwards. And so I don't expect people to understand, Mm -hmm. um, for me, from, my um, worldview that wasn't why I left the game. Um, But I respect that other people have their, you know, their thoughts about it and that's okay. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about that vote going into it? So could you tell us from your perspective, what was going to happen at that tribal council? I expected 100% that Sifu was going home. Yeah, I truly did. I and again, maybe that's naive of me to think as a survivor player to not think it's me when like I'm the newcomer. But I had many conversations with Jay, Julie and D about the vote. And I felt very confident and very reassured that Sifu was going to be the one going home. Yeah, I like even if like I intended to stay in the game, I would have written Sifu's name down. I didn't plan on playing my shot in the dark. So um that's why did you mind. vote for D instead of Sifu then when you got up to vote instead of uh, playing like the shot in the dark or something like that? Yeah, because in that moment, again, like I realizing that Survivor had fulfilled this, um, you know, 
the measure of it, you know, what I, I came out there to, to learn. Um, I, I was ready to, I was ready and at peace with going from the game. And so, um, for me, D was just kind of like a throwaway vote. So, because if I wrote Sifu's name down and other people wrote Sifu, then it could have been me staying. And at that point I was like, no, it's, it's time for, it's time for me to go. I will say reflecting now I've had months now to reflect on my decision and the, you know, what happened at tribal council. It was a very emotional moment. And I will say, if I'm being honest with myself, honest with the fans and the players and Jeff and survivor crew, I wish I could have been more flexibly minded in that moment. And I wish I could have been able to say, you know, I have had this amazing experience. It's not fulfilling what I thought it would. And as a fan of the game, I can now stay and play the game in a way that I want to. Mm -hmm. um, but I was so hyper fixated on this idea of reclaiming lost time that I just, I, I, I ended up getting myself. Yeah. Sean, maybe, could you help me try to understand from the perspective of, we saw in the episode that Julie was like, I, I don't really like this idea of getting rid of Sifu. And we know that uh, Jay seemed to think that Sifu had the idol and could blindside them. But did you get a sense from D what her motivation was to vote out Sifu, knowing that she, and I know you didn't know at the time, but we know that he doesn't have the idol that she knows. She knows where that Reba idol is. Did she say to you why she wanted Sifu out of the game? Yeah. In my conversations with D specifically, I mean, I learned that there just wasn't much trust built between Sifu and the Reba girls. And so I think it was just that division of not having that foundation of trust that they were like, well, Sean's new, but he seems genuine and authentic enough that we can trust him moving forward to be a loyal player um, and a loyal Alliance member than we can with Sifu, who just seems like we don't think we can work with him. So you seem to have a good relationship with Jay when you met her on the Reba tribe. Did you get a sense from her that she felt like that she was kind of on the outs with the rest of the Reba tribe? Um, I did not, you know, I felt, you know, Jay and I were able to connect immediately. And I'm so grateful for that because that's what I needed going into this new tribe where I was like the lone newcomer. Um, and she was so good to welcome me in. And in our conversations, um, she felt very, she felt tight with D and Julie, um, Reba girls, Reba girls. And so, um, you know, that was the sense that I had got from my conversations. We have not really gotten a good sense from the show yet of where Sifu's head is at in terms of what he wants to be doing. He felt like, OK, well, let's stay Reba strong, uh, presumably. But did you get a sense in talking from Sifu where he, what he was thinking as far as like uh, his position in the game? That's such a good question. You know, Sifu and I had a lot of fun together. We laughed a lot. There was a lot of like, he just has this energy that's just like, it just draws you to him. I love Sifu. Um, I didn't get a good sense of where his head was at, where he wanted to go in the game because my strategic conversations, the little that we had, it felt very feigned. It felt um, kind of forced. And mm -hmm. so I didn't feel like I got a good sense of his true intentions. 
I want to go back to your time at Lulu and the decision to vote either between Brandon or Emily. Do you have any second thoughts about voting out Brandon at that tribal council instead of Emily, considering that then she went back and betrayed uh, you and Sabaya at that next vote? Ooh, Emily, I love Emily. She's such a like complex player. And I love that the fan in me just like lives for that. Um, looking back, um, I would say it felt like we made the right moment in the in during that time because we were so focused on like, we cannot keep losing. We cannot keep losing. And so um, I absolutely love Brandon. Um, and Emily just had, you know, we 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 collectively felt um that. Emily just had more challenge strength. Um, and so I think we made the right decision in the moment that we had to. Um, unfortunately, Emily, you know, and Caleb got banded together, voted Sabaya out, put me at the bottom. And that's just the way the game went. But we did win fruit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. fruit's delicious. Um, did you feel like that you could have worked with Emily and Caleb that had you reunited with them again when you got to the merge? I think so. I want to keep all my options open. I was hoping that they would feel like at the merge that we could, you know, come together as a little Lulu thing, mm -hmm. maybe like in secret. I thought that would be cool. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they were like, you know what? We're done with Sean. He's playing this chameleon game. We can't trust him. Uh, so I would have liked to continue working with them. And I definitely would have been open to that. Was there anything else fun that happened at the Reba tribe that we didn't get to see? Oh, there were so many. You know what? One of the best moments, and I wish it could have been shown, when I landed at Reba, we were walking around. They were giving me a little tour of their camp, and we came across these, like, red peppers. And Jay was like, oh, I had one of these red peppers yesterday. They're so good. They're so good. And they're tiny. They're tiny. And so we found this little red pepper bush. We each took one and ate it, and it was the spiciest, hottest red pepper I've ever had in my entire life. We immediately spit it all out. We're like, we need water. We need, you know, it was, but it was like comedy gold. It was so funny. I'm like, Jay's already trying to poison me. I just got here, yeah. but it was a fun moment for us. All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking through your story here from Survivor. I, I do. I, I love your energy. You had such a positive outlook on everything. And uh, that's always uh, so nice to see. So all the best to you and your husband outside of the show and hope to talk to you again soon, Sean. Thank you so much, Rob. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Sean Edwards talking about his experience on Survivor. And I, I know it's not easy to come on and, you know, try to explain why uh, you end up wanting to quit the game. And so I appreciate Sean coming in. I really do admire like uh, his positive outlook on everything. So nice to hear from him once again. We will now be taking a chance to talk to Jordan Kalish for this. This week in Survivor history, uh, he will be with us uh, in just a moment right after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we're back here for a little This Week in Survivor History, back with a man who will never quit the podcast. It's Jordan Kalish. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing great, Rob. I will never voluntarily pull myself from from the Twitch quiz, even though there are some people that might out there that might might love that. They might want you to. I know, Jordan, you had a busy week uh, that you went to go see Back to the Future, the, the musical. I did. I did. I did see Back to the Future. Uh, it, great, great Scott. It was a great, fantastic show. Does um, it only cover the events of Back to the Future one, or does it cover the entire Back to the Future trilogy? It's it's just the first movie. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, they they do actually add some things and leave some things oh, out. Okay. There's a whole. There's a whole. Like, no spoilers. Uh, Doc has a whole dream sequence at one point without okay. getting into too many spoilers. But it's it, look great, great special effects. The music was fine. I went with George. My 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 buddy George. Yeah. Okay. It was his birthday. Happy right. birthday, George. Okay. Um, Jordan, let's talk about what's going on this very week in Survivor history. All right. So we're we're gonna play a game to start this thing out where I am gonna list give you a couple people. I'm gonna give you six people that were voted out this week in Survivor history. I feel history. like I've been a little rusty this season. Well, I mean, you've you've won every week until last week. I know, so I, but I mean, they you're, say you're two and one. You don't use it, you lose it. And I have not felt as sharp about my Survivor history. I felt like that. I would like really felt like okay, I can go toe to toe with anybody. And now I feel like you know I've been rusty. Well, let's let's get back on uh, back on the Twitch Delorean, baby. You're, too you're, long you of a summer. To, you need to with no uh, Twitch. You need to study. Maybe maybe you need to do like another like evolution of strategy or or, or uh, season rankings, and you just watch all the seasons. Maybe. 
but I think that's I think that's what you need. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give you six people that were voted out this week in Survivor history. Okay, three of these people were voted out in unanimous votes, and I think that the new era of Survivor has sort of changed what a unanimous vote is because sure. there actually have been votes where the uh, the the person the only the person who gets voted out got votes. But for the purposes of this, a unanimous vote is where the person who got voted out did vote for somebody else, uh, but the mm-hmm. rest of the votes were for that person. So three of these people got voted out unanimously. Three yeah. of them did not get voted out unanimously. You're going to have to tell me which three belong in which category. You're going to have to lock it in. I'll tell you how many you have right and how many you have wrong. Hopefully you get it on your first shot. So our six survivors, we have Jesse Camacho from Survivor Africa. We have Brian Corden from Survivor Guatemala. We have GC from Gabon. We have Drew Christie uh, from Survivor San Juan del Sur. We have Monica Padilla from Second Chances, so Second Chance Monica Padilla, and Jeannie Machini, Jeannie Chen from uh, from Survivor Forty One. Okay, um, can you just give me that who, that fifth person in between uh, Drew Christie and uh, Jeannie Machini? It's Monica Padilla, her her second time out in, in uh, Second Chances. Okay, all right, so. We are looking for uh, that there were uh, three of these people got voted out unanimously. Correct. Okay. All right. So Jesse Camacho, um, I do feel like that. I think that there was still like a rogue Clarence vote in there. I think that uh, if I recall from some 20 some odd years ago, Big Tom like threw a, a Clarence vote in there and said like, "Hey, I still didn't forget about the beans." So I don't think it's Jesse Camacho, uh, Brian Corden. Um, I, I that one I am leaning towards. Yes, uh, GC. I don't remember much from the circumstances surrounding GC going home. Uh, Drew Christie. I feel like that there was a lot of things going on on the Drew Christie vote where. Uh, I think that even uh, Drew Drew had uh, people that were working with him, so uh, I, I don't I don't think that that was a unanimous vote. Uh, Monica Padilla, that was a small tribe. I I could see that one being uh, a unanimous vote. Um, I feel like that at that point where they post swap also where it was. Three tribes and Spencer and Kelly were there, um, and and Jeannie, yeah, I would think that that would be one of them. So, all right, so I'm gonna say, hmm, I'm gonna go with Jeannie is definitely one. Okay, so we have Jeannie as a unanimous vote. I'm not gonna I mean, tell you right or wrong, but I'm writing it down. I, I think it was down to her, just her and Ricard and Shan. So I think that that one. Is, I feel pretty safe about that one. I'm going to say Brian Cordan. Uh, that's going to be my second one out of this. And then I'll go with I'll go with GC. I don't think that GC had uh, too many people that were clamoring to work with him at that point in time. So I'll say Brian C, GC, and Jeannie C. So you're locking in the three C's. Well, not Drew the, Christie. Uh, not, not, not Drew Christie. And also Jesse Camacho. I didn't I did not mm-hmm. realize that when I, that they're all C's besides uh we're sailing the, uh, the five C's. Yeah. All all C's also uh all seeds uh that, that you'd find out in every C's bagel. baby. 
C's baby. And Rob, you have locked in all the correct answers. You uh, have, have aced uh, this round of the quiz. Uh, very good. And a uh, good job remembering that uh, that Big Tom uh, voted for Clarence once again at this tribal council. So yes, Jesse Camacho was not, Who could was forget? not uh, unanimous. Friend uh, of the, the Drew podcast, Christie, Clarence Black. Yeah, Drew Christie was like the opposite of unanimous vote. There were four people who got votes at the tribal, and then Monica Padilla was a, a three-two-one vote, uh, which which is yeah. always a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was jo- it was post swap. Yeah, that that was also where uh, Jeremy and the late great Keith Nail were going back and forth about. Okay, you could have had a sub alliance. Uh, then also, it was just like the women were just like, uh, okay, these idiots are all fighting with each other. We're just gonna go and take out Drew Christie. Yes, legendary episode of Survivor. The the GC one, uh, very similar to uh, the episode that we just watched this week. GC asked his tribe to uh, to vote him out, so uh, that was a unanimous vote. Very good. You get you you get the full uh, six points on that because you got all six people right. So six points, good job. Um, and now we're going to go to Survivor Cook Islands from uh, October nineteenth, two thousand six, seventeen years ago today. Uh, Cowboys plan voodoo was the first time in Survivor history that a player spoke about splitting votes to plan against an idol play. Which two players did he target when he pitched the plan to Yule? Hmm. So I think he must have thought that Penner had the idol. And I probably, uh, I I don't know who the other person that he uh, would have thought was with Penner. I'm thinking maybe either Flicka or Candice. But I'm going to say Penner. Penner and Candace. So Penner and Candace, this is post mutiny. Penner and Candace went from the I2 tribe to the Raro tribe. And yes, those are the two people that uh, he was uh, talking to you about voting out. Good plan. How about uh, good that job, cowboy? Good job, cowboy. Yeah. Yes, cow- cowboy does get uh, voted out uh, in, in this episode, unfortunately. But uh, I think he, had the, he was definitely on the right track. And we would see a lot of uh, split votes in Survivor history that come from uh, people having or at least uh, people uh, being perceived to have the idol. So like Doc Brown, you, it came to him in a dream. Yes, uh, the flux capacitor. Well, the flux capacitor actually happened when Doc Brown fell off a toilet. He fell off yes, the toilet. But you said toilet. Doc right. Brown had a dream sequence in Back to the Future, the musical. He did have a dream sequence, yes. The, the flux capacitor, you're right. He fell, he fell off the toilet. He's afraid of heights. Uh, uh, but he he uh, he had the idea of creating He's trying a to hang machine. up a clock. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, a lot of, lot of time references in uh, in Back to the Future and on Twitch. Uh, we're mm-hmm. all about going back in time here. Yes, yeah, um, really, this is a time machine. I guess, yeah. you know, I made the poster for the back for uh, going back to the West Coast uh, for our big event that's coming up in Brea two nights uh, with Taryn Armstrong. You can see it on my social media if you haven't seen that poster. But really, you and I are time travelers. I, I think so. Mate. I think that you should, you should put me on there. I'm not going to unfortunately be, be in LA for that, for that event, but maybe, maybe put me in as like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm really a Biff. I don't, I, I hope I'm not a, I guess a you're Marty. Fly. Am I Marty? Marty. Yes. I think I am Marty. And I'm move, I'm, move over. I'm Tara doc. You're doc. Um, yeah, you so show is, up here in my like office and like, uh, you know, I let you play, like, uh, you know, play with some of the controls for the equipment. And then Are you telling me you put a survivor quiz on your podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we and we go back in time. We do. I, I think uh, next next time you come to New York for for a no else, maybe instead of a, a, a live note, I'll show. Maybe we just do live twist. We just sit up there, answer trivia questions. That's what the that's what the people want to see. Oh, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. So let's let's go to Survivor China talking about going back in time. We're going to go one year later than Cook Islands. This is going to be October 18th, 2007, 16 years ago yesterday. Uh, China had a unique tribe swap mechanic in which player uh, which each uh, tribe got to pick two players from the other tribe who would join them. Uh, Who were the four players selected in this swap? 
Hmm. Okay. Uh, the player selected in the China swap. Uh, okay. That was, I believe, uh, Sharia, Frosty, Aaron, and James. That is correct. You get the uh, full four points there. Uh, you are you now have a, a perfect total of twelve right now with one question to go. So you mm-hmm. could have a perfect week. You've already clinched the win, but uh, but I think uh, you're you're going for perfection here. Uh, this is this could be uh, I shouldn't say unprecedented. I feel like you've done this before, but yeah, uh, th- this was a uh, I don't I don't love this tribe swap. I don't like the mechanics of this. I prefer what we saw last night of just a classic random tribe swap. Um, I just I, liked I it that it was. Um, John who, who was just like, Oh, we're going to be so overpowered now. We're taking their two best people. Yes. I believe we've talked about this before. Where did they really not think that they were going to, that they were going to have two people, uh, off their tribe? It just doesn't make any sense, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that John, John, who just from a challenge perspective, yes, Fro- Frosty and Sharia, I think were definitely the best challenge players that went from John who that were on originally John, John who, um, but like Aaron and James, I feel like, uh, you, you get like kind of overloaded there. Um, and, uh, they, they of course throw the challenge to, uh, to get Aaron out of the game. Uh, so in good strategy, I think by, uh, by PG and, uh, Jamie Dugan. Um, so let's go to the, uh, the last question of this quiz in last night's episode, we saw Sean go home in a three to one to one vote. Which of these David versus Goliath contestants also went home three to one to one? Was okay. it A, Natalie Azoka? Was it B, Natalie Cole? Or C, Lirsa Torres? Okay, so Lirsa, I think that there was only four people in the tribe. So I think it's going to be a battle between the Natalies here. Yes. Um, I think and I so, said Natalie. It's actually Natalia Azoka, not Natalia. Natalia okay. or Natalie. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like that the... Uh, Natalia vote was the one that ends up where I think that that's three to one to one as opposed to I'm just trying to think of the uh, yeah I think that the Natalie Cole vote I think that we saw where Mike and Angelina I think flipped on Natalie Cole so I'm going to say that it was uh, the Natalia vote where um, we saw the three to one to one. So you're going with Natalia. You are correct that it's not Lyrsa. So Lyrsa uh, is was a was a four person tribal. Could not be three to one to one unless there was a extra vote in play, which there was not. Uh, so the the Natalie Cole. Uh, this uh, could have been one of those uh, unanimous votes, but Angelina famously uh, d- does not vote for uh, uh, Natalie. She votes for Lyrsa because she wants the jacket. So you are uh... correct. Natalia Azoka, you are right. You have a uh, that that uh, question was worth one point. You have a perfect thirteen point week. Very good, great job. Uh, and for your troubles, you get to earn the verbal rebus. So we're going to go to the last uh, the, the verbal. I rebus just want to make the, that you. I, I am correct. I, I said Natalia. Yes, Natalia is correct. Okay. That you gave the correct answer. Natalie would have been incorrect. Lirsa would have been incorrect. Uh, so you you <laughs> get the perfect week. Okay. Yes, you're, you're right. right. Um, okay. So here's the verbal rebus. The player taken out of the game due to beef jerky gate. Okay, Cal. Plus, plus, yes, the the first player in Survivor history to find the knowledge is power advantage. First player to find the knowledge is power advantage. Okay. Minus the first player voted out after Korong's tribe swap, who also happens to be a major wackadoodle. Okay, the first player... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Plus the only player so far who has played on two new era survivor seasons. 
The first player. Okay. Okay. Bruce. Okay. And minus the, this is the first and last initial of the token chains first boot. So the first name and last name, but it's the initial. So you're getting rid of those two letters. The first and last initial of the token chains first boot. Okay. Plus the type of collar that would describe Vince Sly or Haley Ford, according to worlds apart. Okay. Um, Okay. All right. Um, all right. Okay. So let's, so uh, I, I know what the answer is. I just want to okay. make sure. Can you give me the order of operations of, uh, sure. of the pluses and minuses here? Sure. So let's, let's go. Let's, okay. let, I think all we should right. answer it right, question sure. by question. So we have, so, all right. uh, you already said the player Cal, voted out. Uh, yes. Was then, Cal, was right, and, then, and then we have Liana. Yes, Liana, the first player in Survivor history to find the knowledge is power advantage. So that was a plus. So Kel plus Liana okay. uh, minus the first player. So this is okay. a minus now. Yeah. The first player voted out of uh, Korang's tribe swap, the wackadoodle. Okay, and that, that is okay. Anna Kate. Anna Kate. Yes. Plus the only player who has played on two new era Survivor seasons so far. That's Bruce minus the first and last uh, initial of the token chain's first boot. That is okay. Uh, Carolina Eastwood, Carolina, so Eastwood. Bruce minus minus C E. So okay. the brew, the brew, um, plus the type of collar that would describe, yeah. uh, no collar. Okay. No so so who, who uh, do we have the great Kelly Bruno? Yes. Kelly, Kelly Bruno, uh, survivors first ever amputee, uh, from survivor Nicaragua. She was voted out this week in survivor history. That not not survivors first amputee actually, yeah. but I, I believe she was the first above the knee amputee. Yeah, or was that okay. Noel? Uh, we don't. Let's you know what, <laughs> unless we have the have it all written down. Let's let's not get it there. Yes, the God, great, let's just call the her the great Kelly Bruno. The great Kelly Bruno. Yes, mm -hmm. it was tackled okay. by Nayanka at one point. Yes. Okay, Jordan, you've done it again. All right, uh, Jordan. I know uh, you're. I'm sure, especially excited after uh, Sunday when the Jets got to three and three. Yes, we are. We beat the Eagles, beat the uh, d defending uh, Super Bowl loser. Uh, so that is great. Uh, the the Jets are on the rise. Uh, I I think we could win our next three games. If we're six and three, we're really talking here about uh, a team that could go to the playoffs. Okay, don't uh, get too ahead of ourselves. Our all right, I'm not. I know it's when happened we get before. A time. I, I I can't get too get overexcited. I I have been a Jets fan uh, my my whole life, so I know not to get over overexcited about this team. But we're looking good right now. Okay. All right. Uh, we're looking good right now for the Jets. Looking good for this Survivor season. And so, Jordan, thank you for being here with us once again. I will have on Thursday afternoon the Survivor Know It Alls with Stephen Fishback coming up. That's going to be at 2 p.m. live. If you miss us live, of course, you can get it in our podcast feed. You can go to robinswebsitecom slash subscribe for all of our podcasts or the brand new website, mini site that we launched. Go to survivorpods.com. The easiest way to subscribe and rate and listen to everything we're doing for Survivor across the entire survivorpods.com. Survivor you could bring it up and very easily check out everything oh. that we have going on. Leave us feedback for our feedback shows where I'll be talking to Davey Rickenbacker this week. That's all at survivorpods.com. Jordan, what's coming up for you? I'm just looking at survivorpods.com. I see your your face is on there. You're 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 at tribal council holding up an RHAP vote. This mm -hmm. is a great website. Yeah. I like this. Thank you, Jordan. Use this. All right. Oh, well, I see the I see the Sabaya exit interviews on there. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah, very, this is great. All I right. can find myself on here. Yeah. Jordan, where yes. can, where can people keep up with you? 
Uh, you can follow me uh, at tw- uh, on Twitter uh, or X at, at Jordan Kalish. Uh, Instagram also at Jordan Kalish. Uh, again, we're we're doing the the uh, the uh, t- uh, parties in New York every week, uh, the viewing parties. So if you ever want to come to those, uh, hit me up. We had some we had some patrons there for the first time this week, uh, uh, all, all the way from South Africa actually, and, and wow. from Long Island, which is less far. But uh, yeah. it's great to see some. New I mean, faces it's not there. the first time you've had patrons there. You let patrons in every. No, single we week. we yeah. let we always have patrons there, but the, we had some some either new patrons or the, at least they were new to the viewing party. So it was cool to see them. Uh, good meeting everybody. It's always a lot of fun. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody, for the exit interview. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.